this is like this is the in studio banter where we try to get the audience <laughs> listening to us and saying, "What are they talking about? This is fascinating. I'm like a fly on the wall. Well, this like is that's what's happening. Yeah, that's what's happening right now. All right, I, better, I think we should skip this. Okay. And go right to it. On that note, you are listening to the Profit First podcast, episode 166. Oh yeah! Boom! Yes! Yeah, <laughs> Here we go. You're spicing it up. Yes! Yeah. Podcast. I'm your co-host, Christina Bolduck. And I'm Mike McCallowitz, the author of Profit First and the guy who ramps things up around here. <laughs> oh, 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 oh. Wait, I'm sorry, what, what was that? Ramps things up around here. You, know, we you also from, rap. I also am a rapster. I'm Fat Daddy Fatback. <laughs> and I'm joined in studio by the co-host, the co-host, Kelsey Ayers. Hey, everybody. Hey, I Weird lost joint. my Fat Daddy Fatback thing. i got to find it again. And uh, you, my friends, you're listening to Profit First Podcast. This is a show where we explore every single element of profitability. Mm. And uh, today, I love to hear the stories of sometimes riches to rags to riches. Yeah. You know, th- these things we navigate, because I think there's always insights for ourselves. And, uh, well, today is going to be an amazing story. I can't I mean, wait. Sometimes yeah, I can't life, wait either. Sometimes life circumstances are so hard and you have to build a business and support a family all in one shot. Crazy. And people do it. Well, you can find us on iTunes, Stitcher, TuneIn Radio, Google Play, and of course, ProfitFirstPodcast.com. Yep, and um, I got the, here's the my icebreaker. Okay. <laughs> I can't wait. Jinx. <laughs> how often do you clean your ears and how do you do it? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Seriously. I would say every day to every other day and with Q tips. Okay, I do with Q tips. You, know, you don't do the, your finger, you know, twist no. the old twist. Right. Yeah, so use Q tips. I mean, unless I have an itch. But. Every day. Yeah. Okay. How often yeah, do you so do Yeah, so I clean mine in the shower, actually, because I've oh, perfor- not perforated my eardrum before, but I've, like, hit it yeah. because I used to do it every day, so that just scares me. So I rinse it in the um, shower, and then when I get out, I just take, like, a uh, paper towel or tissue or something, and I just kind of wipe. Interesting. But I don't use Q-tips. So I think I clean my ears maybe twice a week. After I come out of the shower, I'll grab a Q-tip and, uh, you know, just dig in there. Yeah. And, and stuff once I had earwax fall out, Ew. have you ever had that? No, but my ex did. Like, he would rinse it with water. I don't know if you've ever done that no. with, like, a one of those suction ball things. Oh, I hear that. Uh, you yeah. suck your yeah. No, I just like, once. Would come out and I thought there was, like, a mosquito or something. <laughs> I go, what the hell's going on? And a piece of wax wow. folded. Wow. Like, that's, that's disgusting. Well, it's doing its job. It's protecting your eardrum. Yeah. From mosquitoes. From, yes. <laughs> <laughs> or it's yeah. attracting them and they get stuck in there. I don't know. So we want to know from you, listener, are you an earwax cleaner? Interesting. Because if you're not, well, get the hell out of this show. Can you you, dis- you disgust us, just like I disgust myself. Um, okay, that was my big icebreaker. It was kind of gross, right, but kind of interesting, right? Yeah. Did I nail it? Did I nail it? It's not about <laughs> nailing it. But. No, no, that's a good point. Um, do we have any shout-outs or anything I didn't look? Yes. Oh, yeah. So this comes from Garrison McDonald, and he wanted to send a thank you out to you, Mike, and the rest of the team for a fantastic up, oh, just kidding. For the fantastic work that we all do, <laughs> um, he said that he's lucky to have discovered Profit First a couple months ago through this podcast. Hey, it's working! I Finally, know. our one fan. Um, and he says his business is still rough going. Uh, he does some farming, which equals front-loaded expenses, but yeah. he's enjoying the learning process. So, shout out to you, Garrison. Yeah, thanks for writing. And listen to the music. This is the best part. I love you. That's my favorite part right there. I right? love hearing the waves. Yeah, I love it fade out, and then the guitar is like kind of just goes. But that was perfect timing with Garrison's comment. So, Garrison, thank you so much for being a listener. We're supporting you, man. We believe in you. And Profit First is not an immediate fix. It takes some time. 
but just stick with it. Just like Christine and Kelsey cleaning their ears. They've never stopped. <laughs> They've never stopped. They're relentless. Unlike Mike. Unlike me. Let I, it build I up gave and up. fall out. Yeah, that's disgusting. <laughs> oh my God. So disgusting. And it could have, I'm afraid of an inopportune time. Could you imagine you're delivering like a, a speech in front of someone or, or hope it happens. Or toast? Builds up in your ear. <laughs> like, you can have a lot. You're cleaning them twice a week though. But well, I feel like it's like inner Inner ear. It can, go, it can get really deep in there. Gross. It, it was gross, but it was a weird sensation. I'm like, what the hell's going on? Yeah. There's, yeah. Ah, there's a mosquito Ugh. of wax. <laughs> so, Garrison, that was all for you. <laughs> <laughs> no, thank you for doing profit first. And, man, become profitable. We want you on the show. In fact, we want to hear about anyone who achieves profitability. We, we set up this hotline. Uh, and maybe it's a little too hot because we're not getting that many calls right now. <laughs> um, I don't know. But listen, call the hotline. Have you done something, Garen? Have you made a bold step toward profitability? Have you committed toward profitability? We want to give you some exposure on the show. Pitch your business. Tell us that you become permanently profitable. Mm. It's real simple. Dial 844-876-7221. And uh, just leave us a message, 20 seconds or thereabout. But just tell us, you know, my name is so-and-so. Here's my business. And I'm permanently profitable. We'd I love to hear it. Yeah, I think we actually changed the name of it to a shout line. Yeah, am I shout remembering line. that correctly? Oh, we did. Yeah, no longer a hotline because it's hotline. not as intimidating. And That's we're true. not going to give you information. Yeah, hotline. You think it's like a suicide prevention? Yeah, or no, 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 no. You're okay. We want to yeah. hear your you, success. You can be profitable. <laughs> your everything's is fine. I swear. Take a couple volume. No. Um, so it's a shout line. I like that. Yeah. You know what we're talking about today? What? We're talking about Northwest sourdough. The class, when I was talking with Teresa pre-show, uh, she says, you know what everyone asks? How do you make dough in the dough business? Which is so <laughs> cheesy. But you know it's exactly what I'm going to ask her when she starts. But you can make money. And I think you're going to be blown away when you hear a story. You can become wildly successful. Whatever your definition of that is, regardless of where you are today. Uh, because I think Teresa has seen some, some really dark days that perhaps you face something similar. Or maybe not even as extreme as her. And you're going to learn how she navigated around, and you're going to learn stories for yourself. I'm so excited. Yeah, I'm pumped. Yeah, me I'm too. pumped. Uh, before we, we do that, though, um, I want to thank our corporate partners. Yes. Uh, there's there's a new one. Mm-hmm. And uh, so let me talk about them first. It's called Right Networks. Not wrong networks. Right, right Networks. <laughs> right Networks helps you securely transact, transition. Oh, that's ridiculous. <laughs> Scratch that, please. Securely. Yeah. You know, clearly I'm a bigger. Right Networks helps you securely transition your accounting-based desktop applications into the cloud, regardless of what version you're using. Now, here's the deal. It doesn't have to just be accounting software. It can be any kind of traditional software that you're using. Mm -hmm. You use an old CRM that you love, and they're trying to get you to go online, but the functionality is not there. Right Networks actually gets that online. Mm. Uh, it could be your accounting software. It could be a custom software you developed yourself for your business, and you're like, we can only use it in the house. We can't get it online. No more. Right Networks will fix that immediately, and they'll do it right. Their support team is there 24 by 7. Here's all you have to do. 24 by 7? <laughs> yeah, 24 hours by 7. What are you busting my balls for? <laughs> I'm not. Sorry. God. You guys are so, her, not me. You two are so ready for me to fail. <laughs> like piranhas. One drop of the blood. You're Carry on. <laughs> To learn more about Right Networks, call them at 888-417-4448. That was 888-417-4448 and dial extension number one. Tell them Mike sent you, and you get nothing for that. But <laughs> I'm just 
<laughs> no, like, who is Mike? Mike, I don't know. It's a some show, <laughs> Macaulay. Supposedly, he has this massive earwax buildup. It's a real issue. <laughs> um, and we should really have their website listed here, shouldn't we? Yes. So let's add that in the future, I think. I, I know they didn't mention that to us, but I think we should add that. Uh, our other corporate partners are Fundbox, Nextiva, and Receipt Bank. So that's the, big, that's the big four. Yeah. Fundbox, Nextiva, Receipt Bank, and Right Networks. We'll give you more details on all of them in just a moment. Uh, but in the meantime, check out Right Networks now. Uh, and one last thing. Mm-hmm. American Express. Mm-hmm. Of course. You guys knew it was coming. Yes. Yeah. Did you hear it's up for another award? Oh, Which God. one? So let me just give you the background in case you haven't heard this on the show. So I did six episodes with American Express. It's called Turning Points. You can go to any podcatcher and type in Turning Points and download it. It's an exploration of businesses that have gone through big transition, like we're about to hear today. It subsequently has won the Oscars, the Emmys, the Tonys, the Country Music Awards. Mm. You know what's up for now? What? International acclaim. Supposedly in Vietnam, we're up for the Vietnamese. <laughs> yeah, are we? I can't remember. Are I can't, we didn't I, think through that all the way. I didn't try to pronounce it in Vietnamese. I don't know, like the the, the Pound Gang Awards. <laughs> Do you know about this? That's fascinating. Yeah. Weird yeah. I haven't heard of that before. Yeah. And weird that those words don't exist. Weird. It's kind of ironic, but whatever. All right. That was funny, wasn't it? <laughs> all right. Let's get to the business of the day. Her name is Teresa Greenway. Teresa loves teaching serious home bakers how to bake real sourdough bread. Which, by the way, I heard purportedly sourdough bread is actually extremely healthy bread for yeah. you. Oh, it's so good. Yeah, it, it, for, it tastes delicious. Yeah. Like that chewiness mm-hmm. to it. But supposedly it's very healthy. Hmm. 13 years ago, she built a business, which was Northwest Sourdough, around teaching others how to bake real sourdough at home. She's published a four-volume book mm. called Discovering Sourdough, Extreme Fermentation, and also... Making Your Own Sourdough Starter. Her bread recipes and formulas from her books and blog have been featured on television and spread all around the world, purportedly in Vietnam, too. And she's <laughs> won the Pangong Awards. Through online forums, her active Facebook group, Forced Through Perfect Sourdough, the best website ever, YouTube channels, and her own site, Northwest Sourdough. And uh, the one thing you don't know about Teresa, she loves spreading joy mm. through sourdough. <laughs> Teresa, welcome to the show. Welcome, welcome. Teresa. Oh, thank you, Mike, Kelsey, and Christina. It's great being here. I'm really happy that you invited me. Oh, it's a, it's a yeah. privilege to have you. But, you know, I bet you if I talked to you ways back in your life, it, it might have not been a, uh, a a joyful time for yourself. I understand you were going through a real difficult challenges in your marriage, and uh, in part maybe it sprung board where you were today. Can you take us back to that point of your life and tell us about what you were experiencing? Uh, Yeah, uh, seven years ago, I uh, fled an abusive marriage. Uh, During the marriage, I had 10 children, and uh, two of my children were still young. So uh, when I I fled the marriage, I I took them with me, and I found myself in a position where uh, I had to support them. And I uh, had no degree, I had no work history, and I didn't know what to do. So, uh, and uh, one of the children uh, that I have is disabled. So I had to uh, do something to support myself. So I, I want to dig into the particulars, if that's okay. Yeah. Uh, di- a disabled yep. child, I mean, there's a s- whole spectrum. Some children are fully dependent on their parents. Some are just slightly dependent. What kind of dependency does do your children have on you? And in particular, when you're a disabled child, what kind of dependency was there or is there? 
Um, he has a third degree uh, autism where mm. he will be living with me for the rest of his mm. life. So, so, yeah, quite quite dependent upon me. So that translates into, I presume, a full-time caregiver. Yeah, uh, Yeah, I, I needed something where I could either work out of the home or be available to him. Uh, he's out of school now. He's 19. When he was in school, I needed to be able to be flexible enough to uh, – leave uh, my work at a moment's notice to give him help if he needed it. And, uh, and that had to be, you know, that's not usual. I worked in a few bakeries and uh, uh, the owners try to be understanding, but in, in the end, working at home is the best thing to do. Yeah. And uh, sadly, and I'm speaking for myself, but I wonder in your families too, we've had abuse in our family history. Yeah. And what I understand about it is that abuse is a lot about control. Mm. So it can be physical abuse, it can be verbal abuse. Often I found it's a combination. And uh, by undermining the confidence the victim has, if you will, did you experience that? Where Was your confidence undermined or, or challenged in a, in a big way because of the abusive relationship you had? Very much so. Uh, I wrote uh, my memoir called uh, Reach for Joy, and it tells about the 30 years uh, of marriage where uh, I was married to a narcissi narcissistic um, husband, and uh, he pretty much controlled everything that we did. And uh, my confidence and uh, self-esteem were, were, were gone. <laughs> So when did you di uh, divorce Donald Trump? I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Ah. I'm kidding. Oh. I'm kidding. No, I'm, I had to get my one day. I, well, he supposedly he's a narcissist. <laughs> supposedly. Supposedly. Um, so okay. So narcissism. Uh, you're experiencing. He's controlling. You live with under his thirty years. Then one day you broke free of that relationship. What? How, how did you do that? Uh, towards the end, he had me locked in where I couldn't get out. Oh and I believe, I believe that he started putting me into position into different, uh, positions where my life was in danger. And so uh, I, at that point I was feeling, you know, maybe I could, uh, hang on until my youngest was 18, but my youngest was nine years old. And, mm -hmm. and I felt that, you know, I, my, our lives were in danger. So we left. Okay. So coming from the, th thank you for your candor, but yeah. coming from that background, uh, with that much control over you, it, it, to me it gives me a sense of hopelessness. I mean, you got out of that relationship, but now you got to start a business. Now you have to uh, you have a, a fully dependent child. You have nine other children that need you. Like, how do you feel at that moment, and what happens? Uh, well, uh, at, at, at the same time, my mother was dying of uh, co uh, congestive heart failure. So Gosh. my parents, yeah, my parents wanted me to come and stay with them uh, since I had nowhere. I, the place that I, I did have one place to stay and it was a, like a garage shop and it was not very livable. Mm -hmm. So my parents opened their home to me and I helped take care of my mom mm -hmm. uh, because she, she was very ill. Uh, so... Uh, at one point, because of the because I was going through a divorce, I had to go back to the place in Washington where it it was a shop, and uh, so our living conditions were pretty bad. But um, I w I was living on three hundred dollars a month, mm -hmm. and we owned that place, so there was no um, mortgage payment on it. Mm -hmm. And one of my sons was living in another building on the property, so he was paying the uh, 
the utility bills. So I was actually able to survive on 300 a month. Wow. wow. That's almost unbelievable. 300 yeah. a month. I mean, to Just feed. food. Yeah. You have to feed nine, ten children on that. Yeah. I, I can't. No, my no, oldest uh, son, you guys seen the, the old, size. The like oldest I, kid. 300 bucks yeah, I, doesn't, I, I, doesn't pay for one day's cereal. Yeah, I had a, I only had the two youngest at the time. The rest were uh, grown and married and gone. And uh, and I was on food stamps because I could I couldn't have done it without food stamps. Yeah. Okay. Um, so yeah, but the three hundred came from my book, Discovering uh, Sourdough. That was uh, you know on Amazon. So that's where that income came mm. from. So now I want to talk into starting your own business. It sounds like to me, Teresa, that the parameters were laid out. You needed the ultimate in flexibility. You, you know, you, your your son with autism could need you at a drop of the hat. So you had you couldn't be, I presume, miles away working a job that needs you physically. You needed ultimate flexibility. You needed a high level of income because you have two dependents now living with you. You have your own place. Uh, <laughs> how do you how did you determine the business to get started in? Mm -hmm. Well, I was actually quite desperate. Uh, I did, uh, you know, I I did have my business, which was started back in 2004, but it was basically a business to help others learn how to make sourdough. And I wasn't really making uh, very much off of it, just the 300 a month. And so uh, I went online and started looking up uh, how to make money. Um, and I came across a woman called Cheryl Barr, and she had a workshop uh, called Smart Women Make Money. And I listened to her. Um, she had a webinar. I, I listened to it. And I could not afford her workshop. But she offered a scholarship to any woman who was in need. And so I applied. And I actually got a scholarship. Uh, and I'm, I'm so grateful for that because it changed my life. Mm. And uh, I attended her uh, workshop. and. She encouraged me to do what I already knew, uh, and that was sourdough baking. So I, I got online and I, I was uh, looking up how to, uh, you know, maybe make more money uh, doing that, doing this sourdough. And I thought, well, I have a YouTube channel. I had some of my baking videos on there. Uh, I thought maybe I could optimize my YouTube channel. And so uh, I looked up optimizing my YouTube channel on Google, and uh, right away I came across some courses on Udemy. And Udemy was having their $10 a course blitz sale. So I bought 10 courses, which was a lot of money for me, 100 bucks. I invested 100 bucks. And uh, I, I bought courses on how to optimize my YouTube channel, social media, SEO. I just uh, bought some courses to help me figure out how to earn money online. And, um, and when, I, when I started taking the courses, it suddenly occurred to me that I could do a course. And, uh, and so that was the beginning of uh, you know, my relationship with Udemy and using their platform to put courses on. And uh, at this point, I have 10 baking courses on Udemy. Wow. And and you get paid for, like every time someone downloads a course, you get the full fare or a percentage of it. How's that work? Uh, they have it set up to where if I, if I using coupons, if I sell the course, I get ninety seven percent. If they organically oh. sell the course, I get fifty percent. Oh. And if an affiliate sells, I get twenty five percent. Okay, 
Well, that's pretty nice. That is nice. But now the, the the topic is so narrow. How to bake sourdough at home? Like my estimate, there's three people that care about that, and clearly, <laughs> clearly, <laughs> clearly, it's more than three. No, but I'm just saying that's my own ignorance. Yeah. I mean, what's the market look like for making sourdough at home? Well, it's like this. I have a Facebook group uh, uh, called Perfect Sourdough, and it has uh, approximately, I think, at this point, I think we're at 36,000. Come on, uh, man. That's incredible. 36,000? That's yeah, unbelievable. Yeah, so, yeah. That's like a dream <laughs> for me, to have 36,000 people interested in what I'm doing. In, in yeah. you? Sour- <laughs> in me. Yeah, a big party. It's my birthday party. 36,000 people show up. <laughs> hey, guys, how are you? Where's my gift? Is it more sour freaking dough? So... Okay, so 36,000 people. And and who's the consumer of this? Is this people that are looking to make sourdough for in mass for bakeries or they just want to learn how to make a good sourdough for a dinner event coming up or something? Well, we we have different people there for different reasons, but you mentioned uh, earlier that, you know, people are interested in sourdough for the health benefits. And uh, there's a lot of people with the uh, gluten problem that have realized that uh, the way they used to make sourdough, the old old fashioned way of fermenting the dough, actually modifies the gluten to where uh, it's easily digestible. Cool. And a lot of people with that uh, you know gluten intolerance problem eat sourdough with no problems. Mm. And diabe- a lot of diabetics find that it doesn't really raise their blood sugar levels. So. Uh, a lot of people are turning to sourdough because they miss bread. Yeah, that's yeah. awesome. And this is no lie. I actually like to bake bread, so I'm, I know. Oh, it's yeah. Me too, oh, yeah. yeah. It's, the way the house smells oh, yeah. for like, the whole day is like, this is awesome. I know. And then when you eat it right yes. out of the oven, it, that's the best. <laughs> oh, yeah. Nothing like it. Yeah. So, and what do the end customer who buys one of your sourdough training videos, what do they pay for a video? Uh, it, it depends upon uh, the different promotions that, that are going on. Um, so $10 is usually the bottom bottom line where when uh, Udemy has their different promotions, uh, they'll have sometimes they'll have a $10 blitz. Uh, otherwise, uh, I have my, uh, my own promotions and I'll sell them you know at different amounts. So there's it's pretty much uh, all across the board depending upon if you come in during a promotion or you know whatever. Okay. Um, let's talk about the impact to you now. So rewinding, just kind of recapping, it sounds like a horrible, abusive relationship. You, you get out of it, and kudos to you. I, I'm so, I'm, sadly, so many people I don't think do. Yeah. You get out of it. But it also puts you out there on your own. Two children still highly dependent on you. You're, you're living in a place that's barely inhabitable, is at least what I'm understanding, and you're getting $300 a month. Where do you stand now? What kind of income are you making doing sourdough training? Well, uh, be- before I before I did any of this, my income was five thousand dollars in and that was in two thousand and fourteen. I had five thousand dollars income for the whole year. Mm. When I started uh, Udemy in April of uh, two thousand and fifteen, at the end of that year. I made $28,000. That's on my taxes. Uh, So my total uh, gross income was $28,000. So I went from $5,000 a year to $28,000. And last year in 2016, my gross income was $87,000. Wow. That's nice. $87,000 sounds like it's livable. Uh, Maybe it's not your ultimate goal. Do you you anticipate you'll build that bigger? Do you want to build it bigger? Where, Where do you see the future? 
Well, I, I've already made, uh, in the first half of this year, uh, almost, not quite, uh, what I made total uh, in Udemy last year. Uh, and, and I'm not... Um, I'm not talking about just Udemy because uh, I'm, I also have uh, several uh, streams of income. And that is, uh, I, I'm also on Skillshare. I sell books on Amazon. I sell stuff out of Etsy. I'm a, a Linkshare affiliate, uh, Amazon affiliate. So I have uh, other ways of uh, you know, having uh, different multiple streams of income, which I think is real important. Yeah, uh, it absolutely is. Has this allowed you to achieve that flexibility you demanded for yourself, that you could, on the fly, leave what you're doing and be with your autistic child or to, to take care of other priorities in your life? Absolutely. My, uh, my schedule is very flexible. Uh, and I think the, the best thing about what I do is that I love it. I love mm, sales. Yeah. I love being an entrepreneur. Um, I was selling cupcakes when I was 10 years old, so I've always been a natural entrepreneur. And so this is this fits me perfectly. I absolutely love doing it. That's great. When you were in your relationship, did you dream of doing this, or did you have this in mind at all? Um, you know, I had I had my business back in two thousand and four, and I guess there was some part of me that hoped that it would grow, but I wasn't really able to because. Um, I tried to do some retail, uh, but my ex-partner, my ex-husband was jealous of the time that mm -hmm. it, it took me. So I ended up just having a website and trying to help people. And I really love helping people, so that was great. But um, I, I needed to earn an income, so I needed to turn that help into a, an income. Mm -hmm. So my wife and I, we went for a walk. This was last night, so the timing's actually per pretty perfect. We started having a conversation around happiness and its relationship to money. Mm -hmm. yeah. And so we, Teresa, so you know, I went through a period of my life where we had no money. It was I brought it upon ourselves. And we were just talking about how stressful of a time that was. And uh, I've subsequently recovered and financially solid in part to the profit first. It mostly due to the profit first system. But mm -hmm. uh, here's the, the thing we observed is that when there's no money, it, for us, it was so stressful that it decreases happiness. But there was a certain point of income that brought consistency to our household, and every dollar we've made above that doesn't bring more happiness. Right, right. right. That's right. what they say. The cap is like seventy-five thousand. It seems like there's like a cap. Ideal. Yeah. Yeah. Have you experienced something like that, Teresa? Is there a, a cap on monetary happiness? And let me ask the other side. You've experienced living with five thousand uh, dollars a year. Does all happiness go away? What's the relationship between happiness and money? Um, yeah, that's such a great question. Um, because uh, one of the things that I, I chose to do when I started uh, really ramping up my business was not to forget about spreading joy. And that's really important to me. So yeah, when I was making 5K uh, a year, it, it was very stressful because I had no idea if I would end up in the streets uh, living out of my car or what would happen, uh, you know, especially with having to take care of children. So yeah, there's a lot of stress there and it's hard to be real happy when you're in yeah. that situation. And it's also true that uh, I got to a point where I was able to buy better equipment uh, I, I'm now in a nice home, so I'm not living in a shop garage uh, situation. And, and it's been so absolutely wonderful. 
Uh, but it's true, once you get to that certain point where you're comfortable and you're making good money, uh, I know for myself that I, I now look around and say, how can I help someone else? How can I help yeah. other people be happy? How can I spread this joy? Because it's true, it's no, uh, I'm not looking for more money. I'm looking for how do I spread this? How do I help other people? And that seems to make me happy. Yeah, and I, and I suspect as you create more income for yourself, and I, I pray for you that you do, that, that that now becomes a mechanism for spreading more joy. It, it yeah. becomes an empowerment tool. Is is that accurate? I think so. As a matter of fact, right, right now at this point, um, I'm turning my website, I'm going to be trying to turn it into a membership site because I want to bring other instructors on board and I want to promote their stuff because I just... Uh, because making more money is no longer a real goal for me. It's always a nice thing to do. Right. I mean, I'm not going to lie about that. But I just have such a great need at this point to help people more. So, um, and I think you're right. I think when you let go of thinking just about money and you start thinking about people and helping others, it seems to me the money then just sort of comes. And if you focus on the money, then... It sort of goes. You know, so I don't know if you've experienced that, but I have. <laughs> I have. I have. You know, it's funny. I, uh, I'm really an innovator, quite frankly, to be honest with you. And I already have an idea for you. If you're going to do an educational site, Udemy, we were talking about already exists. I have a name for your new site. Instead of Udemy, it should be U to you. <laughs> okay, that's my genius. Yeah. <laughs> a real innovation. Real innovation. Um, that was a hysterical joke, Teresa. I didn't hear you laugh. So it was hysterical. I know. She's out of pity laugh. Here's the question, uh, Teresa. Can you really spread joy through sourdough? It seems like such a generic... I mean, I'm not negative. I'm not trying to be negative here, but can you spread joy through sourdough? Are you kidding? Have you ever taken <laughs> a fresh, wonderful loaf of bread out of the oven and had people come flocking around? I have. <laughs> Okay. Um, and not only that, um, if you look at my uh, group, which is called Perfect Sourdough on Facebook, you will see the joy that people have in even just showing their beautiful creations mm -hmm. to yeah. everyone else. It's just so much fun. Yeah. And I actually I totally agree. I totally agree. I've, people gather around when the bread comes out. Yeah. Um, yeah. I think cooking and I was baking in that, general like, is the act real of it. community building. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Are you a baker or cooker? I am. Is it not cooker? It's baker or what's the other option? Yeah, I'd say chef. Chef, chef yeah. And yeah. are you too, Christina? Absolutely. Okay. It's therapeutic for me. Yeah, it really is. So do you get thank you notes, Teresa? Do people email you and say, this has changed my life? I mean, how much of an impact can sourdough baking have? I get those types of messages all the time, and I've had uh, people from around the world send me gifts. Mm. So I've, I've had You're uh, like, please don't paintings. send sourdough. I have enough. <laughs> No, I've, I've had people send me gifts from all around the world, beautiful gifts to hang on my walls and things to use in my kitchen. And, and uh, yeah, I think that it's more than just, and I'm sure with your followers, you have the same thing. It's more than just a, a customer relationship. It's a friend relationship. Yeah. People feel like you're out there to help them to be a part of their lives. Oh, my gosh, yeah. yeah. Do you feel that your past story, as difficult as it had been, that it now is an advantage to some degree that you can you're more relatable or that people see the inspiration behind your work. D does it play to your favor in any way? 
Um, I don't know if it plays in my favor. I, like I said, I wrote my memoir. It's called Reach for Joy. And uh, most, uh, a lot of my followers have read it. Uh, every once in a while, Amazon will let me do a you know, giveaway of it. And uh, I put it out there for my followers. And they can see where I came from and why they're important to me. Mm-hmm. And so uh, I think that, you know, that I think it just all works together in the end that, that people, you know, you love them and you help them and they love you back. Yeah. You know, you're so courageous to share your story. You seem to be the exception to me. I don't, I don't know if everyone that has experienced something similar would be so open about sharing it. What has been your experience about sharing it? Is, is it a good thing for everyone to share their, their dark challenges in, in life? Um, I was a little bit scared at first because I am quite public, you know, as far as uh, people knowing who I am. And even though the book is written with pseudonyms, they, you know, they know who I am. So I was a bit afraid at first, but I I felt that it was really important to get the word out because I I felt that if I had read someone else's story when I was stuck in my situation, it might have helped give me the courage to, uh, to have escaped earlier. And so I decided to plow through any negativity and write it. And I have not had any negativity. The reviews are all good. And I've had people from everywhere personally writing me and telling me their stories and people saying, uh, writing and telling me how it helped them escape a bad relationship. And I wanted to hear that more than anything. Mm. Yeah. Mm. So for the folks listening to the show right now who are maybe inspired to, to start their own business, maybe they have their own sourdough version, how does someone get started and build a business so quickly like you have? What would you suggest to them? Um, I wrote down some suggestions. If I could just read them off, would that be okay? Yeah. Okay. Uh, my suggest, these are some of my suggestions. Do at least three things every day to build your business. Because when you're working at home, very often you kind of feel like, ah, I don't have to do anything today. And if you do at least three things, you know, and you can do a lot more, but if you do at least three things, you know, in the course of a month, that adds up to 90 things. It's, it's a lot. So Try to do at least three things every day. Um, If you're going to make courses, if you're interested in making courses, start with a short course, uh, 30 to 60 minutes. My first one took me four months. It was a steep learning curve. And I really wish that I had started with a short course to, uh, to, to do the learning curve and then, you know, go back maybe and polish it later. But start with a short course. Um... Use what you already have and then purchase better equipment with your earnings. So uh, don't run out and and spend huge amounts of money trying to buy the best of everything. When I was living in the garage, I was even embarrassed to make a course because I it looked so horrible. I, I just thought, oh, I, I didn't even have a kitchen. It was a makeshift kitchen. But I focused on my hands and I did what I could and it was successful. So work with what you already have. Um, Also, never stop learning. Read a book, Mm -hmm. take a course, listen to a podcast, attend a webinar. Don't stop learning. That's it's so important to continue learning. And I have one more suggestion, and that is spread joy by helping other people. Um, That's just so important. I I I think that you're absolutely brilliant, Mike, by uh, having your profit first. And I think that you can extend that just a little bit by saying you know, uh, put people first, put Mm. joy first. And, you know, instead of waiting until after you're successful. Mm. 
Thank you for that. And thanks for putting up my antics. <laughs> so that's 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 pretty cool. So, um, Teresa, where can people learn more about all the wonderful things you're doing, the websites, everything, to, to get in contact with you and start making some darn good sourdough? Um, you can go to Northwest Sourdough, um, or in Google, you can just put two words, Teresa and sourdough, and you'll find out, you'll find all kinds of stuff about me. Awesome. Thank you so much. We'll include everything in the show notes. Teresa, thanks for joining us today. Thank you. Thank you, Teresa. Thank you so much. Wonderful opportunity. I'm so happy to be here and to have met you all. Oh, oh you the too. The feeling is mutual. Yeah. Absolutely. And we won't complain if some sourdough comes up our way. Yeah. We, it's funny. You know, I, I, do you, uh, Kels, do you prefer receiving gifts or giving gifts? What's giving your, gifts. Right, how about you? I'm a giver. I'm a receiver. I mean, <laughs> listen, I love giving gifts. Like, you know, I'm starting to send stuff to people. I get so yeah. much joy out of this surprise. But when I get, like, if someone sends up sourdough, I'm like, I love this. <laughs> like, I get goosebumps on the receiving. Yeah. I get heartful satisfaction yeah. on the giving, but goosebumps on the receiving. Yeah. 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 That makes sense. So I'm, I, maybe I'm an equal balance person. Yeah. Yeah. That's a great thing. Right? Yeah. Balance is good. Because I think some people, they receive and they're like, oh, you really shouldn't have. And that's inappropriate. And they actually downplay it. And they actually feel that way. I'm not saying that. But I don't know if that's good. I no. used to do that, actually. And, and Alex and I kind of got into a fight when we first started dating because um, he had bought me birthday gifts. Shut up! Fine. <laughs> no, what fight? But no, I was saying... Um, See, now I don't remember what I was saying. Oh, I felt like I didn't deserve it. And I was like yeah. that my whole life. No. I was like, I don't deserve yeah, this. But right. now I'm like, you bought me a gift? Okay. <laughs> I know. That beautiful ring. He got you a nice I ring. Think he did. Are you wearing it? Yeah. There it is. Check I this am. out 14K. <laughs> Look at it through your phone. Yeah. 14K, baby. <laughs> it's not an engagement ring. <laughs> no. No, it's not. But, but it's what's that That uh, stone? Is pre semi precious? Uh, amethyst? Uh, Amethyst. No. Amethyst. No. Amethyst? No. Amethyst? No. What is this? This is the purple one. I think what is this? Peridot? Peridot? Well, it's blue and it looks like oh, a, a Caribbean ocean. Indigo. No, that's <laughs> no, no, that's not, not indigo. No. <laughs> in, in the knot. In Maybe the knot. I'll post a picture of it and you can tell me what it is. It's beautiful. Well, okay. So there we go. Get, are you a giver of gifts or a receiver? What, what do you get more joy out of it? Maybe it's a balance. Um, all right. So here's what we're going to do, my friends. Yeah. Bazinga. We, thank you. Thank you. First punch me. Oh, my oh, God. God. That was loud. <laughs> a serious punch. Yeah, that was a big punch. First, we're going to, um, in a minute, we're going to recap what we learned today from Teresa. Uh, we're going to share some other fun stuff. But first, I do want to thank our corporate partners who make this show a reality. Mm. Um, why don't you two handle Fundbox, fund Next Eve, and Receive Bank, and I'll handle Right Networks. How does that sound? You got it. All right. So you're up then. All right. Uh, next, Eva, Voice Over IP, probably our favorite phone system ever. <laughs> I think we have like 30 of them. <laughs> but they're great. Their customer service is above and beyond. Um, and it basically lets you make phone conversations and telephone calls everywhere over the cloud. Yeah. Nice. And Receipt Bank. Yeah. It's the best automation tool you could have. You can automatically okay. take pictures of your receipts and it'll sync with your accounting system, QuickBooks yeah. or Zero. That's right. Nicely done. And Funbox, oh, how I love Funbox and Joanna Knox. Oh, that rhymes. <laughs> That's why they she works for that. They did. They did. She's they go, great. your last name's perfect. Perfect. <laughs> You're not qualified otherwise, but your last name is just genius. So Funbox is great. If you have a client that is not paying you on time and you are short on funds, you reach out to Funbox. They loan you the money. You have it the next day. And then as soon as you get paid by your client, you reimburse with a small fee. Yeah. Yeah, it's beautiful. This is a great way to manage your cash flow challenges. And uh, right next is is last but certainly not least, 
<laughs> right next. Right next. <laughs> right networks. Right networks. You know what they do is you can take your traditional based desktop applications and put them on the web. It's you literally you can work from anywhere at any time now, and uh, those those applications are great. They just have that one missing component, that flexibility. Right Networks makes it right. Check them out. They are awesome. It's 888-417-4448, doc extension 1. That, again, is 888-417-4448, extension 1, Right Networks. They'll get you fully on the web, even with that stuff you love but you haven't thought you could put on the web. Now you can. Mm. What would you learn today? That's what I want to know by pushing so this button. what you learn today? <laughs> What'd you learn today? Did you all hear me singing in here earlier? Yeah. That was Mich you? Michelle Villalobos. Yeah, I had to bring my guitar in here, and she made me sing. Oh so God. I did wish you were here. I know. And I it was that. nice. Did, was it nice? It was nice. It was nice. Yeah. All yeah. Right. Maybe we'll do a sing-along. Okay. Okay. Oh, you guys are into it. We need to redeem the last one. <laughs> yeah. What songs do you know? Maybe next week we'll do one. I know a lot of songs. Okay. I'll see if I can pull up a song we all can sing together. Okay. Um. So what'd you learn today, Kels? Um... I think just in general, I just appreciate her courage and resilience and the fact that you can get to that dark place and be in that very kind of myopic, isolated place and still come out and give so much joy to so many people in such an authentic, genuine way. Mm. And it's rewarding, not, you know, in a fulfilling personal way, but also She's making profit. She's supporting yeah. herself. It's yeah. incredible. Yeah. And super inspiring. Super inspiring. How about you, Christina? I've noticed that many people who appear to be the happiest tend to be the people who are struggling the most because those are the people who like to spread joy yes. and to help out other people. Um, and I, I'm just amazed at the strength that Teresa kept through her whole situation, so that's very inspiring. Um, but I love the fact that she just kept plucking away at it. She knew what she had to do. She would not take for a, no for an answer. And look how far she come. Uh, she came, and you know, do at least three things a day that build your business. Yeah, and yeah. get you where you want to be. Yeah, to me, it was something she didn't even say. You just, you just, this is true. Is you don't know people's real stories. Right. And so you see someone. She's pretty famous on the web. Like, like, just type in sourdough. And every video, every everything is her. So if you're in that community, everyone knows Teresa. You don't know the story. Yeah. And that's true for you, Christina, mm -hmm. for you, Kelsey, for mm -hmm. me, for everyone here. Um, you know, we're all human. So regardless of what you see on the outside, the inside, there's a lot more going on. I also learned I need to get my hands on the sourdough recipe. I know. <laughs> I know. I kind of want to. I want it. I want it, too. Could, would you make something and bring it to the office, Oh, maybe? yeah. Okay. Alex, like, don't bring that. Yeah, that like, here. For God's <laughs> sake, for God's sake, I would love. To, I wish we had an oven here now because I'd be baking. I wish yeah. we had a kitchen. Period. I know. Wouldn't that be nice? We got to upgrade to nice. a kitchen. We need a kitchen now. This I plate. don't know if Ron will approve that. No, Ron no. Didn't it was approve. a T-shirt. He didn't approve my refrigerator. <laughs> so. No, he shoots down certain things, but he'll go for other things. So yeah. we can kind of cloak it. We can say, Ron, we bought like these T-shirts and a huge gong. And the bonus was a kitchen. It came with a kitchen. <laughs> and we go, have to hide it yeah, into yeah, other yeah. things. That, that, that's how you work it. Good plan. All right. I don't know if that's the best plan in the world. But uh, <laughs> all right. We got to start rocking and rolling out of here, Christina. Why don't you take us out? Oh, so please leave your comments and your ratings, of course, on iTunes, Stitcher, any podcatcher that you use. And, of course, make your way over to ProfitFirstPodcast.com. And also, while you're browsing the interweb, oh, Profit oh. First Professionals. Yeah, you're on the web anyway, right? Yeah. <laughs> What are you gonna do? Go to like CNN and listen to all that <laughs> stuff. Why would I mean, you do it, that? Yeah, boring, right? 
You're gonna go look up some sourdough recipes. Once you master what Teresa teaches you on sourdough, you got it mastered. Yeah. What are you gonna do now? Yeah. Go back to CNN? No, there's one <laughs> website you haven't gone to. It's in the, the darkest regions of the web. <laughs> it's in the very corner. But not the dark net. No, 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 that's not dark. No, 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 not the evil dark net. It's on the, the light net, I think they call it. But it's in the corner. Why don't you come visit us? It's called privatefirstprofessionals.com. It is a, first of all, artistically, it's millions of mangoes, quite frankly. <laughs> oh my goodness. <laughs> it's, yeah, it's okay. It's I like it. Yeah, it's all right. It's I was all right. wondering let's, where you were going with that. Yeah, let's be honest. <laughs> let's be honest. I've seen better design sites, but I haven't seen a business that does better, more impactful things. And that I'm being absolutely truthful for. What we're doing is eradicating entrepreneurial poverty. And we want to start with you. Yes. Your business must be profitable. Not, it should be. You're not being a money grub if you make money. It's the way to sustainability. Teresa told us. You get $87,000, what she can do? She can perpetuate more joy and reach out to more people. Well, you can do the same. You can serve the world better by being profitable. We'll show you how to do it. So go to ProfitFirstProfessionals.com. Click on the Find a Profit First Professional button. It's easy to find. It's at the very top yeah. or the very bottom. Like if, you're, if you're the person that likes to go to the top of screens, it's there. If you're the type of person <laughs> that likes to go to a bottom of the screen, it's still there. Only two type of people in the world. There's no middle screens. There's no middle screens. Um, click on find, and then we'll introduce you to a profit first professional. And the stories pour in. I think Ron was announcing at the huddle this morning. Another one of our PFPs was helping one of our uh, an entrepreneur eradicate the lack of poverty in their business and become even more established, more profitable. Yeah, we hear all the time. I get the emails in. I just hired yeah. a Profit First Professional. Last night, I was doing that webinar for accountants and bookkeepers telling them about Profit First Professional, and entrepreneurs snuck on there and started saying, I use a PFP like, over and over. Oh, wow. Check out in the chat Ooh, session. Yeah. They say it's awesome. Oh, so, ooh. What? and make sure if you are an accountant, bookkeeper, or coach, ProfitCon is next week, people. Oh, my God. Get your tickets. I really want to see you there. ProfitCon.us. It'll change US. your business. There you go. So go to ProfitCon.us and attend us live. And in the meantime, dear entrepreneurial friend, go to ProfitFirstProfessionals.com right now. Don't make me say it again. Fill out the form. We will hook you up. All right. We're going to pop you off. <laughs>